Hello and welcome to Now Here's a Thing, the latest laid-back podcast crafted by me, Tracy Jones, and me, Heather Noble. Yes, I think I'm recording. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I am recording. We, we do have some background noise, but it's a, it's a nice... Healthy. It's the radiator, isn't it? Radiator buzz, as opposed to that thrum. The thrum. Yes. So, so slightly, slightly better. So here's the thing. I'm winging it today. Oh. I've done no prep, so I thought I might discuss the idiom "wing it." Oh, brilliant! So I'm just looking it up now. What does it mean? Well, to me, it means, oh, here we go, flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> I like that one. That's another idiom, isn't it? I think I need to look at that one. So to do or try to do something without much practice or preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, does it come from? I don't know. I'm just looking that up now. Winging. As I say, I literally am winging it. So um, what I might need to do is edit out the big pauses in this podcast. Otherwise, it could be an hour long. Well, it's unusual for there to be pauses. To be to be fair, yeah, we normally it. just fill <laughs> fill the time. I actually saw a, um, a badge on Etsy today, and it said "winging it." <laughs> what just like? Just yeah, I think yeah, could be anything. Then I wondered whether wearing it, being seen wearing it, if it was accidentally left on your jacket or something in a business meeting. <laughs> very good so I resisted buying it for myself <laughs> oh no I like that a bit like you know the the ones that say you know same day different shit or you know see you next Tuesday yes exactly <laughs> exactly you, you've sent me most of those things that I've got <laughs> what was that one you sent me recently somewhere over the rainbow it's still shit <laughs> I like that dark you, sort of yeah. humor yeah um, what was the other one you sent me? Um, am I a perfect mum? No. Am I trying really hard at it? Also no. <laughs> well, yeah. that's what everybody thinks, isn't it? You know, yeah. your kids think that you aren't trying. Um, oh, exactly. I've are. seen this other one on social media that, that says something along the lines of, is my house... Perfectly tidy and clean? No. Am I making lasting memories for my family? Also no. No. <laughs> no reason for it. So I've just looked up um, wing it, the origin of the word wing it. This is from a web- website called phrases.org.uk. I don't know how valid it is because, as I say, I'm winging it. So... Um, what citations are there? <laughs> let's have a look. First said in the what's the um, horrible history? So they've usually got a caveman on there, and he always ends up saying "shit mammoth." There's <laughs> <laughs> a phrase that I shit love, mammoth. Shit mammoth. Okay, yeah. so maybe it was first uttered then. Winging it, shit mammoth. So could this be uh, referring to birds that have winged their way? Maybe. Um, <laughs> Could it be derived from on a wing and a prayer? 
Okay, but then when, where does that come from? You're giving me more questions than yeah, answers. Yeah, I know. It says here it alludes to aircraft that return to base more in hope than expectation. See, I did wonder whether there was some flight. Or is it a theatrical expression which refer, refers to impromptu performances given by actors who had hurriedly learned their lines while waiting in the, in wings. the wings? Oh, I like that one. But yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. And then received prompts from the wings. We're not getting prompts from anywhere, are we? No. But you know when people say that they're... Right, so... There are some people who say, I'll just wing it. And I think that's quite arrogant. Uh, I can wing it. Yeah, yeah, I can just wing it. Yeah, yeah. Rather than sometimes we do just have to wing it. You know, so say somebody says, oh, Tracy, could you say a few words on behalf of... And you go, oh, shit, I'm going to wing this. Yeah, and you you have to wing it sometimes. But I think as a strategy for life, yes, not great. No, a certain amount of planning. So I think if I was an actor and I was permanently winging it... I wouldn't get many jobs, would I? So I wouldn't be an actor for long. There is a reference here. It Apparently, according to this website, uh, phrases.org.uk, it was defined in an 1885 edition of Stage magazine. And it says, To wing indicates the capacity to play a role without knowing the text. And the word itself came into use from the fact that the artiste frequently received the assistance of a special prompter who stood screamed by a piece of the scenery or a wing. And it's used in print in 1933, um, a book by Philip Godfrey called Backstage, a survey of the contemporary English theatre from behind the scenes. Oh. 1939. Yeah. When was the... 33, that one. When was the magazine? Eight, did you say it was... 1888, it says. Okay, so that's before... Oh, 1885, sorry, and 1933 for the book. So the 1885 is before the wars. Yeah, so before the plane, is it? So. Hmm. Hmm. Origin. Well, we often use winging it, don't we? Because we're winging it occasionally for the podcast. I've got to say, I've never winged it quite as much as this. And I do (laughs) apologise. Okay. I've actually, surprisingly, done a little bit of prep. So normally, I'm I'm the one that's winging it. And you're the one that's got um, all uh, all sorts of things. So... Now, here's the thing. How much time do you spend reminiscing about your childhood? Mm, increasingly so. As you get older. As I get older, yes. Is there a good reason for that, Heather? I don't know. I don't know. But I find myself doing it more and more. Sometimes I remember things from my childhood better than from yesterday. Well, I, I, yes, I think that... Well, that's a neural pathway. I, issue, yes, that's, yes, I think that's a... I, um, I follow um, um, a group on, on Facebook um, and it's memorabilia from the 70s. 
And they're always showing, like, pictures of things that... Like a toy that you might have had. Oh, yeah. And the thing that somebody shared this week was... This probably will resonate more with female than male listeners. And did you ever do a, a sampler of cross-stitch? Like blanket stitch, cross-stitch? Yes. I've done that Sli- as an adult as well, just oh. for a little bit of fun. Yeah. Oh, or uh, somebody shared a picture of a piece of... Um, beige oh yeah beige sort of crisscrossy yeah. fabric where you practiced each of the each of these stitches did it in school yeah. yeah and i think i think i would have been about seven maybe eight when did i did you really it. feel it did you feel like you were seven again when i saw it it absolutely it was something i'd completely forgotten about and i saw it and i went oh my gosh yeah i absolutely did remember you really that seven again yeah well, I wasn't. Mine wasn't as neat as that. I don't think I wasn't very good. But um, but I do remember doing it, and I remember enjoying doing it. Although I don't, I'm absolutely useless at um, at needlework. But it got me thinking about my school days at this particular school, which was St Peter's Primary School in Hereford. Um, it's no longer there. Um, the land was sold, and somebody built something on it. Um, it's not a museum then. It's not a museum to when Heather went to school. But but it's I was transported to that school and then I was transported to music from that time. Okay. Song, we're on quite a journey here. Here we, we are. Songs that we used to sing at school. Oh my god, yes, go on then. Yeah. Go on. So um we had a um a music teacher called Mrs. Wiggins, who um was quite um Quite a formidable lady, shall we say. She was probably teacher. only 28. Wasn't <laughs> she, she was a music teacher. I, I've met a lot of formidable music she teachers. She was, yes. And, and what I do remember, she was also my first year teacher. What I do remember about her was her diction. So she, whenever I'm trying to spell necessary now or necessarily, I can hear her saying necessarily. <laughs> in my ear that is how you spell it that's how you spell it necessarily so I came across um, or in my mind I remembered a few songs do you remember singing a song called Nellie Bly no Nellie Bly piped her eye when she went to sleep when she wakened up again her eye began to peep hey Nellie ho Nellie hearken unto me I'll sing to thee I'll play to thee a joyful melody wow okay well what's that mean uh, I don't know, but Nellie Bly was, um, I'm not sure if she was actually a very um, desirable individual, I'm not sure. Um, she was an American journalist and um, she did trips around the world in 70 days. Um, but I don't know why that, she was a bit like a Jules Verne character. I don't know why that song, that and that's the only that's the only verse that I can remember. I think there were others. Um, what about um, I wish I liked rice pudding? No. Now all I can remember really are the um, the hymns we sang. Oh yeah, hymns and carols. Yes. Yeah. And um, we sang "It's a Wonderful World." Oh, and I, I say to myself, "It's that. a Wonderful yeah, World." I'm never singing that. I've got to share one that. Um, Chris uh, tells a story of they they sang a version uh, of the song called Titanic. Have you heard that one? The Titanic. 
It's also known as it was sad when that great ship went down. Oh. Or husbands and wives. So it's a folk song. Right. And uh, I think from 1915. Okay. Something like that. And he used to sing this song. So the words are, it was sad when the great ship went down. Husbands and wives and children lost their lives. It was sad when the great ship went down. And Chris said he only realised as he got older that they used to sing it to a jaunty little tune. <laughs> it was sad, it was sad. Husbands and wives and little children lost their lives. It was sad, it was sad. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's awkward. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Go on, what else? Well, no, no, it's just some. So, the one about rice pudding, which I can remember all the time. I wish I liked rice pudding. I wish I were a twin. I wish someday a real life fairy would just come walking in. Oh, yeah. And there's quite poignant, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know, really. Um, I've got such heaps of wishes. I've only said a few. I wish that I could wake some morning and find they'd all come true. Um, yeah, I know. Absolutely. What's the tune, though? I just sang the Titanic to you, so please well, sing me that one. The only bit I can remember is it would go, I wish I liked rice pudding. I wish I were a twin. <laughs> is that how you sang it? That's how we were told yeah, to sing it. On, yeah. Were a twin. <laughs> I wish someday a real life fairy would just come walking in. Da 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 da. da, da <laughs> Very da, jolly, jolly. Da 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 da. And then you carry on, and then there'd be another verse. Um, but then, as I was thinking about these things, I can remember lots of useless songs. My poor husband, I just burst into in, in, into song at the drop of a hat. Really, I know songs about all sorts of things. I know songs from adverts. Yes. Um, like, um, we are the men from country life. You'll never put a better bit of butter on your knife. <laughs> um, was that country life? Was that the one where there was a, a, a trombonist made out yes. of butter? Yeah. Yeah. Did I, I know that trombonist? Not the butter version, but the one who plays the trombone. Who, really? Yeah. How go. bizarre is that? Um, oh, loads of them. What's, uh, my mum's used to sing all sorts of stupid songs. Anyway, I digress. Oh, it's, all, there's more to There's it. more to the, oh, all of this. I, I then wondered why I can remember all of these songs, but I can't remember the Kings and Queens of England. <laughs> well, or can you remember the song for the Kings and Queens of England? No, Stuart tried to teach it to me and I can't. Oh, Rian can remember it. That's my daughter, dear listener. Right, well, there may be a reason for that. Because when I started um, looking at, um, I don't know if I put it now, why can I remember songs from goodness knows when, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually Google that? Yeah, yeah that's okay. what I put in. Um, and it turns out, I found an article called Why We Remember Music and Forget Everything Else. And it was in uh, Time magazine. And basically, um, lots of research has been done looking at, why we can remember these things or when we remember things as part of a song like the kings and queens of yeah. england why they stay with us and so there are there are some reasons 
one that the musical element connects with a different uh, an emotional part of us and the information is a more cerebral um information part of things okay. so those things being linked together makes a difference um but then basically they they then started talking about things like earworms right yeah. how often you get an earworm and this yeah. is about involuntary um hearing of music then it started talking about if i say to you um the happy birthday song yeah are are you hearing it sung in your head i know i'm singing it in my head you're singing it in your head you're not hearing it no i'm not okay. hearing it all right let's yeah. so talk about some of those things anyway this is quite an interesting piece of um so where is this article on time.com okay um and to cut a very long story short, it talks about, and in the end, it kind of makes sense. So the more you hear something, the more likely you are to remember it. Yeah, no right? shit Sherlock. No shit Sherlock. So when we hear songs from our childhood, yeah, either songs that we sang at school because we would be actually singing and remembering them at the same time, or songs that we heard on the radio or that we recorded off the top yeah. 40... I know all the songs from, like, um, the Radio 2 at the time with um, Terry Wogan. Exactly, in exactly. In the car with my mum or something. Yeah. yeah. Or if you ever... Did you ever record a mixtape? Oh, yeah. And did did you listen to your mixtapes enough that when you heard the last note of one you song... You expect you that song automatically hear the first note. Yeah. 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 And so what, what they say is, and it makes absolute sense, is that you listen to that much more often and much more intensively than you do a piece of factual information about history or geography or anything. Okay. So it's not surprising that it is more embedded in your head. So the um, the horrible histories idea of putting history to song is yeah. absolutely right. Absolutely. And then if you've learned that at an early age, you remember it. So because I never learned that... Yeah. I haven't... But Rian learnt it many years ago. Early on. Still do it now exactly. at 18. Yeah. Exactly. So when my mum was at school, they used to learn their t- times tables by singing them. So two times two is four, three times two is... Uh, not to any particular tune, but it's the information. So it's the pattern. Yeah. And so that's why... And then if you couple that with when we are making our mixtapes, we're probably establishing ourselves as individuals developing our taste in music and at quite an influential part of our time of our life yeah which is why we remember music from our childhood more readily than we might something that we um weren't as emotionally connected with a while ago good point i like that thing I, th- I think it's quite fascinating. Good thing. And we've subjected the listener to our singing, which I really should we've just apologise We've never for. done that before. No. And probably never will Let's again. not do it again. No. Yeah. But my trauma, singing... Trauma counselling is available. Yes. On other We're just podcasts. not paying for it. We're not paying for it. When I'm in the car, my voice is amazing. If I'm in the car on my own... On your own. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't know why I'm not Mariah Carey. Yeah. But the other thing is, when I'm in the car sometimes, and again, all this reminiscence thing, 
song comes on the radio, I know all the words. I haven't heard. I have not heard it for decades, yeah. and I know all you the still words. Still know them, yeah. And it's probably because I heard them a lot back in the day. Back in the day, when in actual fact, if you think about it, just thinking now, when you had to buy music, you had to buy an album, buy some singles. Yeah. It was a, a financial investment. Music is everywhere now. Yeah. Um, so if you bu- if you bought if an you album, kept money's worth out. Of yeah, it, yeah, you just play it nonstop. It's the only thing you're listening to until you've had your money's worth and you can afford the next one. Absolutely, that's why I stream everything now. Anyway, yeah, but you couldn't then, could you? No, no. I have got another thing. Go on. I am still winging it. Okay, but this appeared on the um, news items on the TV at work, which has scrolling news items. And uh, it just occurred to me that if I'd have done a modicum of research, I could have just come in and said I'd done research for the show and I wouldn't have had to have said I'm winging it. But we wouldn't have learnt all that about winging it. No. Anyway. So this is... This is, this is this a is thing. prepared now. This is a thing. Uh, while we were singing along, I, I looked it up. Riz. Riz? Riz. It's the name, uh, the word of the year for 2023, according to Oxford University Press. Riz. Riz. R-I-Z-Z. Gosh, you don't want to mishear that. What is Riz? Well, Tom Holland, you know. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. He says he has no Riz. Okay. I went round to all my colleagues at work who admittedly are all over 40. And I said... Do you know what Riz is? I assume it's not rude because it was on the BBC website. Well, maybe the BBC don't know. So I did look it up um, and it says the word might not mean anything if you're not Generation Z. Okay. Z. So, okay. Apparently, it's used online in a big way and a billion views of the hashtag, hashtag Riz have been reported on TikTok. Do you feel it, like you're missing what out? What does it mean? I'll get on. If you were Generation X, would it be Rix? No. It's thought to be a shortened form of the word charisma. Okay. So somebody who has... Who is good at chatting up or flirting with potential partners? You have Riz. Do you have Riz? I doubt it. I might have had it once, but I don't think I've got it anymore. (laughs) I might have had it before it was even a thing. It can also be used as a verb. You can Riz something up. Or someone up, apparently. (laughs) Means to attract, seduce or chat someone up. I'm going to Riz them up. So rude. Isn't that the same as I'm going to impress them with my wit, charm, and sophistication? <laughs> Riz. Riz. Charisma. Riz. Rizma. Riz. 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 Do you know? Uh, do you know what? When the t- when the day comes that we have to start paying for every letter that we use, the people of today are going to save a fortune. We're going to be completely skinned. <laughs> Because every word is abbreviated. Thanks, is THX. Do you want to know what the other shortlisted words were? Oh, I hate to see if you've heard of them. Go on. 
Let's have a look then. Beige flag. Beige flag. So a character trait. What do you reckon the... Boring. Pretty much, yeah. Dull. (laughs) Vanilla. Um, It's potential of a partner to be boring or lack originality. Beige flag. Flag. Beige flag. Okay. So they've got a beige flag. Why aren't they just beige? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're getting better at cutting down these letters, aren't you? <laughs> Situationship. Oh, that's a relationship. It's not a relationship, isn't it? Yeah, it's not formal. Yeah. It's more than a friendship and less than a relationship, isn't it? Wow, yeah. I'd never heard of that. Well done, you. Parasocial. People who don't like people. <laughs> Designating a relationship characterised by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer fan or follower for a well-known or prominent figure it's not a crush sounds a little creepy i suppose because they're on social media is it parasocial um the follower or fan comes to feel falsely that they know the celebrity as a Uh. friend i don't have that same thing but you know sometimes when you recognize a face in a crowd and you think oh i know them and then you realise it was just somebody that was at a bus stop you walked mm. past. A few but isn't days this ago. this is a bit more than that, isn't it? Isn't this the sort of people who go and throw mud at actors who've treated their partner badly because they think that they're real? It sounds more like stalkers, to be honest. Yeah, designating a relationship characterised by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of sense of intimacy. Felt by a viewer, fan, or follower. So it's more than fantasy. Yeah, it's a bit creepy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Heat dome. Heat dome. Yeah. Um, bald head. No, I thought that too. <laughs> it's a persistent high-pressure weather system over a particular geographic area, which traps a mass of hot air below it. That's a bit more dull than Riz. Do you think our podcast is in a heat dome? <laughs> A Swifty. It's not what you think. <laughs> what? A quick half a beer? <laughs> yeah, having a Swift. No, that's a quickie you're thinking of. I was thinking quickie and a Swift. A Swifty, one yeah, a Swift drink. one. Yeah. Now, a Swifty is an enthusiastic fan of the Taylor. Uh, the oh, a Swift. Taylor Swift. Okay. Gosh. Well, this, this seems odd. Prompt. Punctual on time. Immediately. An instruction given to an artificial intelligence programme, algorithm, etc., which determines or influences the content. That's not new. Yeah, no. Like a DOS prompt, isn't it, or something? Prompt. It's just waiting for you to give it a shove. Tell it what to do. De-influencing. The practice Um, of discouraging people from buying particular products. Oh. Is that like a a half-star review on Amazon? Hmm. I guess so, uh, particularly on social media. A trip advisor. I guess so, de-influence. Anyway, Riz, add it to your dictionary. Use that in an email. <laughs> see how, see how that see goes. See how you get on. Dear client, <laughs> do you prepare to be rizzed up. <laughs> Is that what you do in your networking events? I'm going to do that in my, in, my, um, in my marketing for 2024. Learn how to riz. Riz up, yeah. Stand by. Subject matter, stand by, you're about to be rizzed up. <laughs> I bet that gets a few opens. 
Not necessarily. Not for the right reasons. <laughs> I'm not sure there is a right reason for it. You'll soon get blacklisted everywhere, won't you? Now Here's the Thing is a Jones and Noble production brought to you every week. Well, maybe not every week ever. <laughs> Recorded with an iPhone, a microphone and lots of hot air.